the number one rap album this year by Lil Uzi Vert is helping to expose openly satanic metal bands to as many loyal listeners as even some of his contemporaries are tired of his openly satanic ways, as he even sings about converting his city girl into believing in Satan. Stay with us as we look at these and other stories on the 511 News. Welcome back to the 511 News. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we're going to be looking at not only Lil Uzi Vert, uh, if you guys haven't heard about him, but also a number of artists. And really, sadly, one of the things that is so heartbreaking are believers who are still listening to music that openly mocks our Lord Jesus Christ. Before we get into that, we want to ask if you feel so led to make sure you subscribe to the Good Fight Ministries YouTube channel so you can get as many of our videos as possible in front of your eyes, as well as if you feel so led, leave a five-star review on any of the podcast formats and that you happen to listen to, just so we can help that algorithm and leave a comment and say hello. Uh, tell us who you are, if you love us or don't like us all too much. Uh, all those things just help for more people to see these things so we can warn people. And ultimately, the goal of this show is to do what Ephesians 5.11 does say, and that is to expose the unfruitful works of darkness. And that is the goal here. And we want to do that so that Christ will arise and shine in people's hearts. And I don't want to make that something that is a side thing or anything like that. I want everyone to know that's exactly why we are doing this. And I want to tell you a little bit of my testimony later in the show regarding music that we're going to be talking about, because this isn't something that I'm coming from in a judgmental way, not that we shouldn't judge all things, but coming from a judgmental side where I'm looking at these things saying, look at how horrible and dumb anyone is for falling for this, because I was one of those horrible and dumb people who was fallen to a lot of music just like this. Now, if you guys don't know who Lil Uzi Vert is, he right now has the number one album of the year in terms of the rap game. And guys, I'm going to read a couple of things that point that out. In fact, on Hip Hop All Day, they said Lil Uzi Vert's Pink Tape is already the most streamed rap album of 2023. The album ends the weekend with over 500 million streams on Spotify, taking it to the number one Spot. Little Uzivert's Pink Tape was streamed 53.4 million times in its opening day on Spotify. It is the biggest opening of 2023 for a rap album and the 11th biggest of all time. Guys, that is a lot of ears listening to some of the most profane, disgusting, ravenous, lust-filled, grotesque music that you could possibly tune into. But that is not all concerning Lil Uzi Vert, and a lot of people have come up with different reasons or means of like, hey, this is what his name means, it's this, and a lot of, you know, internet people say, look, if you say his name really fast, it sounds like Lucifer, which actually does seem quite par for the course. In fact, when we did a video concerning Aleister Crowley, calling him the wickedest man on the earth, which was something that was written about him during his time, one of the things we pointed out was the fact that Lil Uzi Vert, in a music video, subliminally puts Crowley's name up 
right next to him, which makes a lot of sense if you understand uh, some of the people that Lil Uzi Vert happens to follow. You can see in music videos by Lil Uzi Vert where they sneak in the word Crowley behind them in their music videos, and Lil Uzi Vert is a ginormous fan of none other than Marilyn Manson, who, when Lil Uzi Vert posted a picture of himself with an upside-down cross, decided to put a caption or a comment on there stating, Lucifer Rising. Now, Lil Uzi Vert uh, has even said concerning Marilyn Manson, and if you remember in Marilyn Manson's autobiography, he actually quotes Aleister Crowley quite glowingly, uh, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. And if you look at Lil Uzi Vert and his fanaticism uh, concerning Marilyn Manson, you, see, you can see him here with interviewer Nardwar as he talks about how he would sacrifice himself at the age of 27 uh, for none other than Marilyn Manson. I have another gift for you, and it's right here in this little circular thing. What do we have for little Ozzy? Vert, it's my father, the Pale Emperor. His... He is? Listen here. At age 27, I will leave this earth for this man right here. He's the Pale Emperor. Now, Marilyn Manson, he inspired your grills? Yeah, my... F he inf oh, that's crazy. They're my old ones, like... Man, you're weird. You're weird. Like, why do you know that? Even some of his contemporaries have been quite upset with some of the things he has pushed. And in fact, pushing the envelope in the latest album, or actually in a live performance previewing a song at Rolling Loud, Lil Uzi Vert actually rapped... Now, Uzi later came out and just simply said, oh, that was just about getting her to do whatever I want or some other nonsense. But this tongue-in-cheek play, it seems like some of the people that know him, have met him, or, or even in the rap game, uh, don't believe that he's faking it all that much. And in fact, Tony Yayo was actually interviewed and asked about the lyric, and here's what he had to say. Quick question. So, you know, Uzi, little Uzi, uh -huh. he said that he introduced a city girl to Satan. Yeah, that was, that <laughs> Everybody is talking about this. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I believe in God. I don't know about that <laughs> stuff, man. That's crazy. Do you feel like he's, like, taking it too far? Yeah, I, that one's a little too crazy for me. Now, quick question, right? If he does hypothetically believe in Satan, would you advise his city girl girlfriend to kind of like, you know, run for the hills. What do you think? I mean, I, I don't know. I just, for me, I believe in God. I'm, I'm very religious, came up in the church. So anything that has to do with Satan, I can't rock with. And he's not the only person talking about this. In fact, Offset from the Migos actually mentioned uh, specifically about so many people worshiping the devil and was even mocked for it by none other than Lil Uzi Vert, who then put a 666 symbol and so forth. But here's what he had to say. All y'all niggas went upside down cross. Even my little partners, man. Stop that shit, boy. You look lame. All that worship the devil. Get with God, man. And these aren't the only guys who are pointing this out. In fact, some of them are talking about how it's, oh, this tongue in cheek thing. And then some have said, hey, I just DM them and ask him about, are you trying to, are you about Satan? Are you about just destroying this world? And here's what a couple of different artists had to say. Well, you said that Lil Uzi Vert is the devil. 
Yeah, he's most definitely the devil. Definitely the de devil? Without a doubt. Why, why is he the devil? To be actually honest, I talked to bro. See, I'm a, I'm a DMer. Like, I'll slide in somebody's DM face. Okay. I slid in his DM and I asked him, I was like, bro, like, are you here to, like, destroy the earth? And he said, yeah, I believe that. He said all his friends are dead and most of them died. Lil Uzi Vert had the upside down cross. He had multiple ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Maximum upside down crosses. Times changing, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was doing when people thought it was up. But now, 20 years later, you know what I'm saying? Here it comes again. And now, upside down crosses, which, are, which is disrespectful to um, my elders. You know what I mean? People can put the spin on it all they want to. But um, the way I was raised, you know, is disrespectful. So it seems like there are plenty of people that are like, wait a second. I don't know how much you're just joking about all of this, pushing this, and even singing about converting your city girl girlfriend into believing in Satan, which was actually something that the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, would do. Uh, would take women and take advantage of them and then force them to worship Satan. And this is somebody rapping about this, and people think, oh, this is all just tongue-in-cheek. It's so funny. Oh, he just loves Marilyn Manson, and he loves, in on his Instagram page, taking pictures of people with pentagrams, and he loves having all of this satanic imagery on his albums and so forth. And a lot of the people that are around him are saying, no, I don't think this is so much of an act. And then we see that he is bridging a gap here. And this is something that has happened plenty of times in music, whether it was Jay-Z with Linkin Park or with Lil Uzi Vert now and Bring Me the Horizon. And if you guys have never heard about them, they are openly God-haters. I guess I've, I'd always consider myself atheist, so... At least I don't believe in like an organized religion. It never, it never really played much part in my life until um, I guess maybe a year or so ago when it was kind of like I was in a really bad place and a real dark place. And I ended up going to get some help and stuff. And um, in this particular, uh, I guess treatment or whatever you want to call it, the one of the main main things was actually like handing yourself over to God. And um, I just didn't understand that, and it kind of it made me really angry, and it kind of really made me sad as well, because I just don't think placing your placing your uh, hopes in in something that doesn't ex clearly doesn't exist. You know what I mean? I guess for me, I just I, I wanted I wanted to get better for myself, and I wanted to get better for my friends and my family, and not not for something that not for like I guess just this um, faceless God. Song after song after song that mocks God, mocks Christians, hates God. In fact, in quite a few interviews, they've talked about this and been open about their hatred towards, of quote, the, of course, they say religion, and we can do an entire episode just on some of the ignorance, and, and it breaks my heart because people think that, and I, and I say this once again, coming from an atheistic background, where at some point I thought, oh, I'm intellectual because I'm an atheist. But then when you listen to people actually try to explain just the very foundation of the universe, um, just explain who we are, why we're here, purpose for this life, the reason why we have any moral inclinations whatsoever or anything like that, you realize, wow, that's a lot of words to explain something that really doesn't make any sense without a one true God. But not just that, but some of the ignorance you see them push, oh, you know, 
religion starts all these world wars with just a good quick Google search, you could find out very quickly that that's not true. But people think this is the side of the intellect. And a lot of times it's simply because rebellion uh, to this degree is, I think, so much in the dark that when you hear any sort of argument that you've never heard before, it's very similar to what Proverbs says in Proverbs chapter 18, that the first to plead his case will seem right until someone comes over and examines him. So when someone says, look at all the the wars because of religion, because we saw what happened in 9-11, guys, uh, the truth is, is atheism, Marxism, Paul Pot. I mean, we could go through the list of people and the fact that atheism has killed more people. I mean, really, wanting to own land has killed more people uh, than religion ever could try to. I mean, it, 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 it'd be embarrassing to try to get into. But Bring the Horizon has a number of songs, and, and we can go through them. But I, I want to also already respond to one of the songs that is actually a song that was released right before Lil Uzi Vert's album, but that Lil Uzi Vert is on. And this song is called, of course, Amen. And here are some lyrics. Quote, somebody call the exorcist. This is heresy. The child is possessed. Subjugate the apostate. Don't you know you're so sick, sick, sick? Yeah, you fanatics prey on me, hate on me, patiently waiting to watch me bleed. Get your head from out of my blank. Got me feeling like a human centipede. Just let me breathe. Stay the blank away from me. I don't really want me as my own enemy. Now, these are some of the lyrics, obviously. Oh, well, I'm, I'm an apostate. You're just bothering me and so forth. But you're mocking God over and over again in your songs. You're mocking the one true God nonstop, continuously in those songs. They need to be addressed. People need to understand, and we need to take every lofty speculation and everything brought against the knowledge of God, and we need to bring it captive to the obedience of Christ. And these things are ridiculous. And to whine and complain that when you mock the Lord Jesus Christ, that people come and simply give an answer for this, I'm sorry. I feel bad for you. I don't care about the millions of listeners. In fact, monthly listeners on Bring Me the Horizon, monthly listeners, they have more than even my old favorite band from before I was saved, Slipknot, which that's saying something. They are a huge band, and the bridging of the gap between those in the rap game to metal, when it comes to this, guys, you're going to see they're going to gain even more listeners because that is a song that was done on an album that is not Lil Uzi Vert's album, but is actually their own. But Lil Uzi Vert also had them on his album. In the song Werewolf, they sing, And I'll never get past the borderline. You think you know me well, but how well do you know hell? Nowhere left to go now, but underground. Now, this is a common theme for Bring Me the Horizon. To sing about this, you just go to the ground. You just die in the dirt. We need to preach humanism and so forth. And sadly enough, this is something that is not only a theme in their music, but in that very theme in their music, what you're going to find is this is the offer of hope that they give to people. Now, I want to read you a few of the lyrics to just give you a little bit of the flavor of what these guys are saying from the song, The House of Wolves. What you call faith, I call a sorry excuse. 
cloak and daggers murder the truth. The bitter taste, there's nothing else. I'll bow for your king when he shows himself. Brick by brick, these walls begin to cave in. The house of wolves you built whispers in a thousand tongues. Show me your faith. Show me a reason to think my soul can be saved if I sell you my sins. I'm going blind, but one thing's clear. Death is the only salvation for me. This is what they have people chanting. And I'm not exaggerating this. In fact, they actually went over to England and at performing at Wembley Stadium, one of the biggest venues to perform at, if not the biggest for most people to be excited to perform at, in all of the UK is Wembley. And listen and watch the crowd. And you might not be able to make out all the lyrics, so I'm going to read them for you. But this is the chant that they are doing. The crowd in England is doing. This is the chant. Quote, and when you die, the only kingdom you'll see is two feet wide and six feet deep. When you die, the only kingdom you'll see. Offering no hope for anyone and chanting a lack of hope that the best that we can offer you and the most joy that we can bring to you is simply a coffin two feet wide and six feet deep. And you have people chanting this. It's all a spirit behind it. And it breaks my heart because it reminds me so much of this very clip that I remember watching when I gave my life to Christ after realizing that so much of the music that I was into was not just simply brainwaves going back and forth with us being made as moist robots, but the fact was is that there was a spirit behind this pushing us to say these sorts of things because I remember watching Madonna and seeing the anger in people's voice as they gleefully talk, and I shouldn't even say gleefully, as they angrily screech that they don't give a blank that they're going to go to hell. And just what is Madonna teaching her massive fan base? What is she teaching possibly your children or you? Madonna brings her siren up to a culmination by leading her fan base into a chant of going to hell. Now, you may think to yourself, what does this matter? These are all a bunch of non-believers. But I will actually go to the very top comment. And by the way, behind him, the imagery of mocking Christ, of burning churches, uh, the entire time is behind them during these concerts, during these chantings and so forth. And the very top comment on that video says this, quote, listening to Sepaternal can get awkward sometimes when you're a Christian. Another person, yeah, as a Christian, it's definitely weird, but I don't really mind because I understand that other people believe different things. Another person, their new album has a few insults towards God, but still love it. Might not agree with his views, but can't deny how blank the album is. 
Now, why am I saying all these things? Why am I putting these statements? Because the truth is, is before I became an atheist, which I did become an atheist at a church, before I became an atheist, long before that, I would have told you I was a Christian while listening to lyrics just like this, while listening to Heretic Anthem from Slipknot, while singing out, if you're 555, I'm 666, while talking about 3D blasphemy, while singing songs where I say contagion and I'm sitting at the side of Satan, and doing all of that while still saying, well, I'm a Christian because I happen to grow up in America and my family's Republican, therefore I'm Christian. And yet, just as the Bible warns, sitting in the seat of scoffers, sitting with the mockers, being with those who hate God, ultimately, guess what? When life wasn't going my way, when I wasn't getting everything I wanted, and then I did see hypocrisy from those who claimed to be Christians, I was able to very quickly move from nominal Christianity into, I don't believe that there is a God. And in fact, I don't even like him if there is one. And so I say that because the Bible warns about this very thing. And when you see people, and don't think that that comment doesn't represent a number of other people. Don't think that ungodly chatter doesn't lead to more ungodliness. And that when you sit and meditate on wicked things that just hate the Lord Jesus Christ, that it has no effect on you. There is no possible way that you can sit there listening to this mockery and have it had no effect on you. There is no way that you can watch the shows and listen to the songs and meditate on these things and have no effect on you as a Christian. If that was true, if none of this had any effect on us as we sit there and just take it in like a sponge, then everyone of the advertising community, all of the marketing, all of the things, all of the millions of dollars that companies spend to get something just before your eyes and and play a jingle so you remember to call a certain number or to go to a certain website or whatever it may be, all of those businesses would be underground. They would have nothing. And in fact, in Paul's living eulogy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, this is the spiritual father of Timothy, right before he is about to die, writing the last letter that he would write, he wrote this to Timothy right before he warned him of the horrible things that would come during the end time. Quote, Nevertheless, the firm foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and everyone who names the Lord is to abstain from wickedness. Now, in a large house, there are not only gold and silver vessels, but also vessels of wood and of earthenware, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified, useful to the master, prepared for every good work. Now flee from youthful lust and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the name of the Lord from a pure heart, but refuse foolish and ignorant speculations, knowing that they produce quarrels. The Lord's bondservant, must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to all, able to teach, patient when wronged, with gentleness correcting those who are in opposition, if perhaps God may grant them repentance, leading to the knowledge of the truth, and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. So many people are being held captive 
by Satan to do his will. And I will say this, before I came to Christ and before I even became an atheist, I was still being held captive by Satan to do his will. I was still a part of the dominion of darkness, even though I may not have known it at the time. And I just want to encourage you guys, get out of the dominion of darkness and come into the dominion of his marvelous son. And that can only happen by recognizing the lie that we simply just go six feet under and two feet wide by recognizing the lie that we can have these things in our life, these lustful passions, meditating on them and so forth and having no effect on us, recognize the lie, turn from it, put your trust in Jesus and start loving the thing he, the things he loves and start hating the things he hates. Turn and put your trust in him. Pray for those who are so lost. And guys, I, I care about these things and I talk about these things because I once was one of them. I once was a mocker. I once was a ridiculer. I once was one of those who, if you were sitting next to me, you were sitting in the seat of scoffers and I turned to him and put my trust in him and recognized the truth of the gospel, the truth of the resurrection. And I came to know the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have not yet known the Lord Jesus Christ, I encourage you, turn to him right now, put your trust in him and the finished work that he fulfilled on the cross when he died for our sins, according to the scriptures, was raised again on the third third day, according to the scriptures, and now we repent. We have a change of heart, which leads to a change of action. We change from looking to the world, the little Uzi verts, the bring me the horizon, the slipknot, the whatever you got going on. We turn from looking to the world and we turn our eyes and look upon Christ. I just want to encourage you, if you haven't done that yet, today is the day of salvation. Turn to him right now. This has been Chad Davidson, and this is the 511 News. The 511 News with Chad Davidson has been brought to you by Good Fight Ministries, bringing you news and commentary from a Christian perspective. This show can be heard every Friday wherever podcast shows are available or visit 511news.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to being with you next week on the 511 News.